0: What's up, everyone? It's episode number 12. Welcome back to Rav Thinks. I'm super excited for today's episode. I've been kind of really geeking out over it over the last um in between last episode and now i had a lot of questions um come in on my instagram page about you know systems and how do you find balance in in business and things like that and i'll be kind of i'll be going kind of back and forth between these questions and how systems can actually really be an amazing amazing answer to a lot of these questions that a lot of entrepreneurs or a lot of people that lead busy lives have um so i'm really excited to get started um what I want to preface this with is this may be a brand new way of looking at your business and you know maybe you've kind of organically grew your business maybe you didn't ever even think about um you know putting in systems like this in place that could be for a variety of reasons you never thought that you needed them or you never thought that this existed or you never thought that you could benefit from something like this. But honestly, keep an open mind. Um, I used to be one of those people. I used to be like, no, I can't make a system for this because I'm the only person that can do this and I'm the only person that can execute the way that I want it to be executed. And sure, that may be fair, but that also is laden with ego. And I really, really, really want to drive this home before we kind of go through you know, what systems are and how they can help and so forth is if you ever catch yourself saying no I can't teach someone else this because it's the way I do it only I can execute it the way that I would need it to be executed only I can do this only I have this skill that I'm able to push this forward in the way that I do that is your ego talking and I need you to really really hammer that down and get rid of that and just come with an open mind yes you can teach someone to do the things that you're really good at, maybe even better than how you do it right now. You need to be open to that fact. You need to be open to the fact that other people are worthy of having trust in your business that they're also able to execute at a very high performing level. And once I can speak from experience, man, I I was that person that, oh, no, only I can make this cake because I'm the only one in my bakery that can execute that design properly. But then once I learned, you know, about this and kind of, you know, shot down my ego a little bit and gave someone the liberty to exercise their skill, their craft, the reason why I hired them. And oftentimes they would do a way better job than me. So then it's like, why am I even, you know, doing this job and why, or why am I stressing about things that can, definitely be trained or executed by another person, hence freeing up my time to do more business things. And I think once you kind of take this open-minded approach and having trust with your team and building a team that you can trust, um, and I think that's a big topic and we can delve into that in another episode, but it also it it does answer a lot of these questions that a lot of entrepreneurs have how do i free up my time how do i balance my time how do i have time to even work on my business when i'm so worried about dealing with operations and day-to-day tasks and and things like that um and i really really hope this episode will allow some clarity allow a few resources and allow just some actionable points um And basically we're gonna be talking about systems and how to even make a system what is a system so my eyes in my opinion a system is just a fancy way or a big way of saying how you do something in your business Um, how you open in the morning how you close at nighttime how you clean something how you make something how you uh, if something needs repairing what to do the steps to follow basically a system in the realm of business is just how to do something, um, with a desired result. And this, yeah, this episode I think is going to be quite quick here. I just want to really drive home the point and not, you know, like clutter it with any, um, miscellaneous information just because I really, really, really want to be super clear on this. Um, so yeah, a system. Basically it's once you have like a systems and operations manual in your in your business again a fancy way of saying a manual of just how to do everything in your business um it'll allow you to step away from your business it'll allow you to you know have trust in your in your team and your employees that they have the right tools to execute whatever needs to be executed at the top quality that you want it to be executed um I will again, speaking from experience, so I had a systems and operations manual probably I made it up maybe two years ago and I had like my daily procedures like how to open and how to close and all this kind of stuff. And later on in this episode, I am going to be giving a few examples of personal systems that I'm using in my business just to show you like the actual format of everything. But yeah, so two years ago we made this up and I found that over the last two years, like my business has changed so much that it needed a total re-gut, redo everything. So two weekends ago, last weekend, last weekend, I literally sat down for a solid eight hours and thought of every single thing that I needed to put on paper of how to do in my business. And that came, that that went down as menial as how to ch- change the receipt paper in my cash register till. and this is what i mean about if you systemize your business in a way that you're literally like monkey proofing foolproofing your business then you're then you're setting yourself up for success it may sound tedious it may sound like menial or or just like oh i don't need i don't need to explain to someone how to change a, a cash register whatever the till till receipt paper i don't need to do that well what if you're not there and uh let's say you have a new hire that hasn't been taught that or you think it's so small of a thing and you forget to train someone on that and it's a busy busy day you have a lineup throughout the door and the receipt paper runs out no one else is there to fix it what, what what's going to happen then Either they can look at your system's manual and say, okay, here's how to fix it. Take a couple minutes, read through it, and fix the problem on their own. Or you're going to have a frantic employee try to call you while you're off on vacation or off doing your own thing, and then you have to worry about it. Wouldn't you want to eliminate that stress? Wouldn't you want to eliminate that worry and also have peace of mind knowing that your employees or your team is equipped with the knowledge that they need to know to be able to have a successful, stress-free day? I think, yeah. I think hypothetically everyone would say, yes, Ravina, I would love that. Um, So let's kind of get into it. So basically what you want to do, this is the exercise that um, one of the speakers in the mentorship weekend that I was just at, uh, he spoke really heavily on, was what is your biggest business frustration? This kind of goes back to like what... um, what our question-answer thing on Rav thinks was last week, but what is your biggest business frustration? And kind of word that in a way like that it's kind of specific. Like my uh, my frustration is that um, uh, we're, we have a really messy kitchen at the end of the day and it seems that no matter how many checklists and whatever else that I provide my team, things aren't getting done. Uh, that's just an example. Our kitchen is very clean, okay? Um, but anyways, so let's say that okay so let's say uh my biggest frustration is not having a clean kitchen so let's reword that it's like okay my my goal that i want is a super super clean beautiful kitchen that is going to be the title of my system okay so step one is name your system with like i like i personally like doing it in a superlative like a, an amazing kitchen, a super clean kitchen, a um, well-organized kitchen, whatever it may be. I like doing it that way because it specifies and also kind of hits a target, right? Like it's not just a clean kitchen, it's an amazingly ca- clean kitchen. And that's kind that resonates with me a little bit more than just saying a clean kitchen, but that's just my personal preference, whatever. Then you're going to, right underneath that, you're going to put the result that you want the desired result so in this example i would probably write my desired result is an extremely clean kitchen that sets the team up for success for the next day of work so that's my desired result i don't want my morning i I want my night team to do such an amazing job at cleaning the kitchen that the morning team can get right into work and not waste any time trying to pick up the pieces that maybe the night team may have missed um so that's what I'm gonna put as my result. Then, <coughs> sorry guys, I'm just reading my notes here, I just don't wanna miss anything. Um, okay, so we have the title. the system's name, The Desired Outcome. What does this system, if followed, consistently produce? And then the next thing that I want you to put is a procedure or how to get this desired outcome, okay? And you you literally wanna put step one, step two. Step three, step four, step five. And you want to put them in a way that, sorry, one second. Um, You want to put it in a way that each step is one thing and one thing only. Keeping the steps clear and very, very easy to follow and short. Then you also want to keep in mind that act as if you're talking to a 10-year-old. And you need this 10-year-old to understand what you're saying. Any single person should be able to follow the instructions with a little bit of training, and that is it. That's all you need to know, okay? So, again, title, the system's name, um, desired outcome, what does the system, if followed, produce, what desired outcome is it gonna produce, the procedure, every single step as one bullet point, very clear, very concise, and the most important thing is act as if you're talking to a 10-year-old, okay? Underneath that, underneath the procedure part, I put resources. So resources could be any templates that they need to follow. For example, if you're talking to an admin, if you're making a system for your admin team, any templates, any contact information. If this system is how to repair the dishwasher, the in the resources section, you can put you know the dishwasher repairman's number and things like that. Um, and you know I'll aim to put a few more examples on my IG actually so you can actually see this in working fashion but yeah, so they're going to put resources and this could re- reference to any, any templates, any contact information, anything like that. And then what I like to do is underneath resources, I say like um, I put a little section saying positions. So that is the direct position that this system is directly affecting and that they should know like front and forward. Back, front and backward, whatever. They should know that system inside and out and that is expected in their training. This helps me in training the right person to do the right job for their role. Um, It also just helps, you know, just kind of organize what systems are, you know, this person's responsibility, what systems are that person's responsibility. Ideally, you want these systems and operations to kind of like live in a binder at your workplace or on the cloud or something like that that everyone can reference to but it also serves as a really good training manual for those systems pertaining to a specific role so you know how to train and what to train that person on. Okay, let's review one more time. So how to create a system, okay? So by definition, a system is a written description of how to do something, okay? Um, with its desired outcome. A system can be used to train people, to be used as reference material, to um, become an operations manual, to really, really know and think about every single role and every single job, duty, um, task required in your business. Um, It also allows you to kind of have a bird's eye look and uh, and an objective look at your business and how you're doing things currently. Um, and uh, it kind of just simplifies the process of everything in a way that it's um, you know it can be replicated and ultimately the goal is that this kind of whole manual will live on its own that it's able to kind of replace a lot of the stress and a lot of the question asking and a lot of the um, you know, burden, not burden, but like a lot of the, yeah, stress and anxiety that's maybe put on you as the business owner to answer these miscellaneous questions when you can very easily put these processes down in a binder or in a manual and use that as a reference guide for your team. So as a template, I want you guys to think of a title or um, really think about your biggest business frustration and get specific about it, like, Uh, an unclean kitchen or a um, you know a sloppy um, email workflow Um, so I would in a systems template I would probably put um, a super easy super easy to follow uh, email workflow um, as my title and then After the title, you're gonna put your desired outcome. What is the result that you wanna achieve consistently with this system? So my result in this new example would be, I want my clients to have a very seamless email experience, email ordering experience with my admin team. Um, then I'm going to go into procedure every single step of the process of how to make a proper workflow or how to um, implement that workflow with with that client. Then after I'm going to put any resources, this could be an email template, um, the actual email body that my I want my admin team to be sending to my clients that relays all the important information that they need to know and um, and then i'm going to put the position that this is affecting so in this particular example i would probably put my admin team um would be affected by this system and this is what i expect them to know so that is one one template of a system you can play around with it but the ma- the main thing is you want your template for one system to be the same for all of your systems in your business. that provides consistency, provides an easy way to read things and uh, allows your team to know what to expect. Um, and that comes down to even font, um, size, uh, how it looks, how it's uh, printed off and things like that. These things matter. Psychologically, they matter. Consistency is key for a lot of things. Um, next, I just kind of wanted to go over an example of one of the systems that, um, that I have. I'm just gonna go through this for a second. Okay, this is how, like, how much I want you to break down the system, okay? In in the sense of like how many steps there are. There can be a hundred steps to a system, but you wanna be clear and concise and very, very easy to follow. So this system's aim is opening up the store beautifully. Result to have a clean, beautiful storefront ready for my customers. Procedure number one, go to front counter of store. Number two, clean upper counter and lower counter. Number three, clean the display case. Number four, ensure all price tags and logos of products are facing outward. Five, start up POS system. And then I have a subsection, how to start up my POS system. Click the POS app and the current app that we're using. Sign in and then put the password. Cash in, how you cash in. So again, every single step has you know backing that this is how you do something if anything is remotely vague or remotely assumptuous you need to clear clarify that number six update the uber eats menu and then it goes into another subsection how to update an uber eats menu you press the uber app then you press a sidebar on the upper left hand side then you click so that was number one number two number three click menu availability for update current products in terms of what's available today then number seven, check voicemail. Then it goes see the voicemail system for the process for this process. So then, I have I have it referred to another system of how to check voicemails properly. Number eight, package up all orders and cakes for that day in their appropriate boxes. Number nine, attach order form to their corresponding order box. Number ten, do a final check of front of house counter as if you were the client. Number eleven, take our open sandwich side out. Number 12, unlock door, place sandwich sign outside. Number 13, go back to the front counter of the store and be ready for customers. That is how precise I want you to get. And I probably could could get even more precise. This is the Windex I want you to use. This is how I want you to clean it, put pictures in there or whatever else, right? I want this to be so foolproof that it can live you know it it's in action when i'm off on in mexico on a beach somewhere sipping piña colada like a, that that's the goal right you want your business to be self sustaining you want balance in your life you need to get, give up some control we're not you're not even giving up control in this but give up that ego that cons- thinking that only you can conduct something perfectly in your business that's not true that's not true at all. And I'm here to brush your bubble, but you need to accept that and also you need to learn how to loosen the reins a little bit or let go of let go of the control, let go of the power a little bit and allow people to show up for you. The more liberty that you give your team to show up for you, I guarantee you they will, right? And that also starts with the language that you use with them and everything like that. You know, you can bring this systems manual and say something like um, You know, hey, like this binder has all the answers you will ever need. In this business, I want you to go over it. I want you to work through these systems and tell me: Am I missing something? What is your biggest frustration? Sometimes a business owner's frustration doesn't isn't even you know matched to, to the team member's frustration who is dealing with that frustration every single day, and they're they're taking the brunt of it, right? So ask your team: What is your biggest frustration? If we can make something easier in business, in our business, what would that thing be. Um, for example, when I was away at that weekend, um, entering, I came back to the store and it was kind of a shit show. I'm not going to lie. And I asked my manager, I was like, Hey, what is your biggest frustration? And she told me that, Hey, it, it's, um, at that time communication between our front of house team and admin team didn't exist that the admin team would live you know online remote whatever and then the front of house team would you know deal with clients in person however that communication barrier it just you know it kind of blew over my head I didn't even think that we needed that um but my manager told me no this is something that we need to fix so the very next day I wrote a system and um you know made a whatsapp chat with my with my team with my admin and this is the process that I want you to use when let's say scenario a someone calls in asking about their order and uh, wanting to pay over the phone or scenario b someone is asking about the order and needing a change um scenario c uh someone just uh someone sent in an email and haven't hasn't received a response. What do you say things like that so i was able to because i asked my team what their frustration was and what we can do better on um to provide a seamless you know experience for our customers um that i was able to make these systems and now they're within a day or two days It was fully enforced and now my team has that confidence to be able to answer those questions that they didn't even have the answer to a week ago. So it gives the power to your team as well to also then um, provide confident service for your clients. Um, the last step that I want you to do, and this is the, probably the most crucial step, once you have your system written now, you need to test the system. You need to send it to your upper management to review. You need to send it to your coworkers that will be actually following the system. Does it make sense? Does the language make sense? Does Do the steps make sense? Are, is there a step missing? Is there a big chunk of something that doesn't like actually apply to day-to-day? How are things actually done and how... How can we put that in the system so they're followed in the way that they need to be followed? Um, and we want to continually review our systems because things change, programs change, context change, and we need to be on top of that. So maybe every three, four months, you're looking at your systems, saying, "Okay, does this still apply, or do we need to fix something here, or are we doing things in a different, more efficient way that we don't need these steps, or we need to add different steps in?" So you need to have those conversations with yourself, your upper management team, and um, and and so forth, right? And also, I want to give a big disclaimer. I'm talking about a team here and everything, but if you are a solo business or a solopreneur, you can implement systems too. That'll actually set you up so nicely for when you are ready to hire. If you are, if you are thinking of hiring in the future, and it also it makes your business a lot more valuable. If you try to sell a business, even if even as a solopreneur if you try to sell a business with no systems in place, you will probably get almost three times less of, you know, your asking price for your valuation. Because you have a systems operations manual that you're able to replicate your business in or replicate the quality of of service or of procedure or whatever, you're able to ask for a lot more valuation wise. So doing this systems exercise is not only helping you when day to day operations, but also helping you long term. So if you're a solopreneur, write out your systems. How do you write a email to your clients. What templates do you use? How do you do this? How do you do that? I even have a system for how to make a to-go cake. So if in the event that I'm not there, my cake team's not there, whatever, following the steps, you know, someone could probably in the in, in my team that I'm already screening for, you know, kitchen experience and so forth and so forth, someone would probably be able to make a decent to-go cake just following the system. Um, and that has a lot of merit and a lot of value to it the most important thing, like I said in the beginning of this episode, that yes, your talent matters, your skill matters, but it's not everything, it's not everything, systems also matter, and take your ego out of it, it doesn't matter if you made this business, it doesn't matter if this is your baby, whatever else, right, not only you, you, how can I word this, you're not the guru, right, and once you start stop acting like that, you'll you'll be able to kind of shell shell out that kind of stress and the anxiety that you have over this control or power over your business. You need to be able to trust people to run your business. And systems is the way you can trust people to run your business because they are held they, they hold the ammo and the tools and the resources that they need to be successful in helping you run your business, right? So keep that in mind. Keep an open mind. Write down your systems. I promise you, it'll change your business and change your life. Um, honestly speaking, like before, like I said before, two years ago I had a systems manual, but like I wasn't really like into it as much. I didn't like really believe in it and things like that. And then now that I've made this brand new systems manual, it's 40 pages right now. It's gonna be way, way, way longer when I'm done with it. I've done like the brunt work, but like now I need to do the menial stuff, a uh, part of it too, right? Um, but within just a couple of days of implementing my time freed up so much i wasn't getting calls at 6am ravina how do you make an invoice ravina how do you do this how do you do that how do you do that and of course they're they were going to call me because they they they're not equipped with um, the team wasn't equipped with answers but now that they are equipment equipped with answers all of those thing all of those things are getting done right and i'm not having to worry about it and it also helps delegate it helps take stress off of everyone's shoulders it's not every it's not just one person's responsibility it's everyone's responsibility and everyone has the confidence and the ammo and the equipment resources needed to fulfill whatever needs to be fulfilled so there's so much value in systems do it make a systems manual and and just and just go for it. Once you do one, you'll think of like 10 other systems that you can implement in your business. Um I had a couple questions that I do want to answer uh when I did ask um on my IG like what questions do you have about systems and stuff like that. And there's a few so we'll go through them. So one of them is where do you start? Okay. Where do you start? Ask yourself, what are you frustrated with in your business? Are you frustrated with the fact that Um, that only you have the knowledge or only you have the capacity or skill in your perspective right now that you're the only one that able to execute um, in the way that you want it to be executed. For example, if you're a um, sweet, sorry. If you're a dessert table company, you set up dessert tables and stuff like that, and you're like, "Where do I begin, ravina Like, only I can place things in the way that they need to be placed and and creatively decorated and things like that." That's false. That is so false. You can make a system, okay. How do you want your desserts to go? So I want this to be symmetrical. I want six desserts on this tray, that tray, that tray, and um, have a focal design piece here, design piece here, design piece there. I guarantee you, if you look at 10 of your previous tables, you you can probably see a pattern of how you wanna organize things. You can have a training workshop then with your team, saying this with, with this amount of desserts, we're gonna line it up that way. With that amount of desserts, we're gonna line it up that way. So that also gives your team the liberty, the the power that they are able to execute just as well as you, if not better, and you need to allow them to do that. Um, So that was one question. So start with your frustrations and work, work your way um, like that and kind of just like narrow down your business into the most small bite-sized pieces and make a system for that and keep going, keep going, keep going. Everything that you feel like falls on your shoulders right now, write that out and make a system for it um another thing sorry let me just adjust oh boy I'm like on my bedroom floor right now and I'm cramping up TMI but whatever um okay so next question was um okay 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 where is it where is it okay How do you handle unexpected situations in your day while you try to maintain your systems? So while you're creating your system, factor in every single possible unexpected situation to the best of your ability. Let's say um, you're a property manager and uh, while you're trying to maintain your day-to-day, one of your properties floods, what do you do? so what have you done in the past who do you call how do you go about this write that all into a system um think of the worst case scenario and i hate thinking like that but you do need to in terms of systems create a resources manual for your team this is who you call in in terms of this emergency this is who you call in terms of this emergency and that also gives liberty and gives direction um to your team in that they know where to start, um, in terms of an emergency. So that can also be a good thing. Um, what else, what else, what else? Okay. So I think that's about it for systems. Um, just a reminder, I did also start up an anonymous submission form on the RavDangs bio. <clears throat> where you can submit any questions or discussion topics or anything like that um, to us and then or to me I don't know why I always say us but you know what? one day it'll be us anyways well you can submit some topics to me and then we can bring them up on the podcast so a couple of things that did come in that I do want to answer because they're great questions and thank you so much for submitting so let's start okay so, do social media followers or following count even matter for small businesses? And what's the rules behind following businesses and how to deal with people you know that unfollow just because they don't get a follow back? Um, And this person kind of went forward and said I think it's crazy how obsessed people are with counts that they can't support a business I follow so many accounts on my personal page and I don't care if they follow me I just want to see the cool stuff that they put out there But from my business page, I like to control who I follow so I can control my feed But people just don't get that concept Also, if you have any tips for any for motivating yourself to keep going, especially when business is really really small That would really help Awesome. I don't see a lot of engagement from my own friends, so it makes it a little difficult sometimes, but I never stop putting in effort or giving my 100% to my work. Well, first and foremost, kudos to you. You're believing in yourself. You're putting in your work. You're putting in your your time and effort and love and dedication to your business, and that's what matters. And it, it I know it does sting when friends and family don't support you, but at the end of the day, you, know, you need to focus on who is supporting you, um, in my opinion, Prove the people that do love and support you and support what you're doing. Prove them right rather than trying to prove, you know, your friends and family wrong. Um, Yeah, prove the people that love and support you right and keep going. Have that tunnel vision Um, onto your goals. Zero in on your goals and keep focusing. Um, To answer your question, do social media followers and following count? Uh, for small businesses, I would say yes and no. I think over follower count. I think engagement matters. So even if you have a thousand followers or a few hundred followers, that's totally fine. But as long as you're engaging with, you know, your your followers, your clients, um, as well as like-minded businesses, that's a great great way to network and kind of increase your online network as well is to reach out to similar businesses or businesses with similar demographic or, um, that kind of like complement yours. Um, that could be a really good way to go about it as well. I think engagement definitely matters more than follower count. I know when I was growing my page, um, you know, I was I had maybe like a thousand or two thousand followers at the the time and that still was like a good chunk but every single pre-order I did even with a smaller amount of followers compared to what I have now I still sold out why because I engage with my clients I I show up for them I you know I put quality content out there and you know I'm there for my clients and I and I showcase that through my feed it's not it's when you look at my feed it's not like a robot and, and that's one thing that I've kind of learned in just marketing and Instagram and showing up online is to show some of yourself. And that may not necessarily mean show your face or anything like that, but show your share your story, share your why, why you got into it, things like that. That engagement piece is gonna really take you next level in terms of getting sales online and having long lasting engagement and clients and customers online as well. Um, and don't, don't pay attention to the people who who don't follow you or who make a big deal of oh they followed me but I didn't follow back or she didn't follow back screw it it's not worth it at all focus on the people that love and support your dreams and what you're doing and that's all you got to do and just keep focused on your dreams um next question how to overcome imposter syndrome girl boy this is like a, a life going it's gonna be a life-going kind of mental battle. There will be times in your life that you're like, ah, I'm not good enough. Why me? What, like, what, what do I have to even give? Who the hell do I think I am? That's normal. It totally is normal. But no reconnect with your why, reconnect with why you started and what you're doing it for. And hopefully that can help motivate you to get over this hump. And remember that we're our own worst critic be grateful for, you know, the successes that you've had, the amazing clients or, you know, customers that you've had so far and let that be validation to get you through, um, through this imposter syndrome. I I mean, I don't love the word validation, but you know, let it be like proof, like you're the shit, you can do it and you just need to get over this mental hurdle because you're putting that mental hurdle on yourself trust me I go through this imposter syndrome every single time I come up with a new flavor new idea a new nothing this this vending machine man like you just yesterday I'm like oh, I don't know if I can do it I don't know if it's going to be amazing I don't know if it's going to be a big success but also I also at the same time know that I'm a hella hard worker and I will definitely see it through and you need to own yourself in terms of your confidence your abilities your skill you have the capability the potential to do amazing things so let's get over this imposter syndrome and move forward on our goals all right next question how do you start to become legit what are the first steps to take your take to turn your dream into reality would love to have a business but money is always an issue what do you mean by legit like I don't know when it when i hear that i'm like okay what are you trying to be um do you have a clear vision of what that means to you i think it really just i feel like i need a little bit more context because it just it's just yeah i don't know i don't know how to answer that i'll be honest um the money thing though if if you really want something truly bad enough you will make it work whether that's stopping having starbucks every week and putting that into your dream business fund something like that create your life to or sorry change your life to fit the life that you want you know and that can include saving up money to pay for your first inventory for your dream business and trying it out if you want your business bad enough you will be willing to make the sacrifices you need to get there um, and last question, how to deal with family copying your business ideas, stealing your business ideas. So I kind of went over this very briefly in the previous episode, um, but with dealing with competition and that competition can very well be your friends and family. At the end of the day, if someone is cop- constantly copying what you're doing or imitating or if you feel that that way, then they're always going to be a step behind. You gotta just continue innovating, continue focused on your goals. Don't pay attention to the competition. Be aware of what they're doing, but don't be obsessed because that's precious time, money, not money, sorry, time, energy, and your own kind of, you know, your own, whatever, personal energy. I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but that's your personal energy that you're wasting on someone else and what they're doing screw that, focus on what you're doing, and how you're going to make the next big thing, or, or or change up the game a little bit, or change the industry a little bit, focus on that, not what they're doing, because if, if you're saying that they're copying you, okay, cool, it's already been done before, they're, all, they're already a step behind you, so keep innovating, keep going, keep, keep hustling, and have that tunnel vision, and, and just keep going at your dreams, I mean, what's what are you gonna get if you focus on your competition all the time right but yeah okay sweet um i hope that was clear um on systems and everything like that i will aim to kind of put a few more examples on my ig if you have any questions about this please let me know um and yeah i'd i'd love to help you in creating you know a system for yourself i would definitely you know um be open to uh helping helping you out with that or maybe releasing a quick template that you can use for your systems if that would be helpful to you let me know slide into my dms as per use um but yeah that's good uh for today i think and um yeah i'll catch you guys next time i'll probably put another little questions box in terms of what more business stuff you guys want to hear about there has been a lot of questions coming in a lot to do with balance a lot to do with um you know uh, profit and things like that so hopefully we can address that as well in future episodes but thank you so much for listening um thanks for bearing with my lost voice uh cool fun story if you will um i went to a virtual reality arcade with my family on this past week and it was so much fun and we shot aliens and i screamed a shit ton so that's why my voice is kind of not the best today but it's all good you gotta do what you gotta do and uh again i just hope this helps someone out um and yeah i'll catch you guys next time see ya (music)